Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. It is July 2023, and even though Arizona summers will last way past September, meaning that it is 100 plus degrees outside, I do feel like summer kind of ends when kids and parents get back into the swing of things, school scheduling, and all of that good stuff. And my son, Jet, will actually be starting kindergarten in just a couple of weeks, which is crazy to think about. I'm really excited for him. And also at the same time, I think with any parent, a little worried about mean kids. And I know I can't protect him forever. And he's got to learn how to uphold his own boundaries speak up, etc. But it is a little sad to think that some of that naivety, some of that innocence will be lost in school. We actually just came back from a summer vacation in Coronado Island in San Diego, which was so nice to be in chilly weather. Every morning, I had my coffee on the beach and every evening, just watch the boys play catch and jet building sandcastles, watching the sun go down through the ocean, and it was just amazing. I realized that I need to do more vacations. It was also really interesting to see how long it took me to finally relax. I was very aware of feeling guilty for not working. Our vacation ended on a Tuesday, and when Monday hopped around, instead of feeling like I was getting away with something and playing hooky in a sense of not working on Monday and being on vacation. It was interesting to see this guilt pop up. And as my mentors always say, guilt and shame is a useless emotion. And the one illustration or analogy that they gave me is, would you want a surgeon working on your loved one feeling guilty and shame? And I was like, no, of course not. And they're like, well, what about it was a minor guilt, like they cut someone off in the parking lot. And going into surgery, working on your loved one, you would see that guilt has no use in their life. It doesn't serve us any good to feel guilty and shame. And so that was really interesting for me to reflect on. It's just noticing that it came up, obviously not letting it take over, seeing how ridiculous it was. But again, that voice in your head can be pretty tricky and strong at times. It's one of those things that needs to be put into practice. And that means having a little bit more of that balance, being able to step away from your business and let others handle it and realize that if you do take a couple of days, especially a Monday off from your business, that not everything is going to burn to the ground. And if there is things that do end up popping up that need to be taken care of, those can also be a learning opportunity for you to see where some of those gaps are. And if there's anything that you can do or hire or delegate to someone else to take care of while you're gone. And so it was a great overall experience. I'm human like everyone else. And just seeing that, wow, I have a really hard time truly, truly letting go. And at the same time, really being proud of myself for not opening up my laptop and working. I actually only had to work on the day that we left. I was doing a monthly mentorship call with our artists that train with us. And that was actually a lot of fun for me. So that doesn't feel like work. I had a guest speaker on my digital advertiser who gave us really great insight on how to build landing pages for your website, get people to take action, feel inspired, 
to book with you and, and all of that good stuff. So super, super engaging. And again, didn't feel like work, but that was the only time that I opened up my laptop, which was nice. So before we hop into this episode, I also wanted to give you guys some updates on what's happening behind the scenes at Studio Conceal. One is, I don't know if you guys know this, but you can leave me a voice note. It's really simple. The link is in the episode description, but you can leave me a simple voice note of anything that you'd like, whether it's a question that you're struggling with in your business, whether it's a topic that you'd like me to cover. Or whether it's just commenting and, and, and engaging with me. I love hearing these voice notes. And I actually got one last month, which I'm going to share right here from Lydia, who I believe is a brow artist based on her email address. Hi, Jade. Um, I don't have any question. I just didn't see where to leave a rating. And I really wanted to let you know that that episode was amazing. It blessed me. It was exactly what I needed to hear. I'm so glad I clicked on it. I'm so glad I subscribed to your podcast and I'm going to be listening to it over and over. I just wanted to say thanks. Bye. Thank you so much, Lydia. Your note was received and I'm so glad the last episode on imposter syndrome really helped you. The other update I wanted to share with you guys is that we finally officially launched our first live webinars from the Behind the Curtain series. If you haven't seen this yet on my Instagram, or maybe you just don't know much about it, it's this new creative project that I just started where aspiring artists, so maybe you're interested in the camouflage tattooing world, maybe you keep coming back to it. Maybe you're thinking about training on it, or maybe you're a seasoned artist and you just want to continue some of your education, learn from us, learn from what's made our transformations successful, what's worked in our business, marketing, sales-wise. The Behind the Curtain series is really an opportunity for us to pull back the curtain of our business and share with you guys all the nitty-gritty, unfiltered elements, strategies, and things that we do to create those amazing before and after photo transformations that you see on our Instagram and social media. Every Behind the Curtain series is a different topic. Some are going to be based towards marketing. Some are going to be based on sales. The first one that we launched was based on my favorite aftercare products to help accelerate the healing process for our clients because we're always working on compromised skin. How I address hyperpigmentation, how I address this skin type versus this, why I love this particular product, the inflammation healing phases that every person is going to go through every time you tattoo them. All of that was covered in our first webinar series. And then the next one, I believe, is going to be about sales. And that's going to be launched in August. These webinar series are live. It's an opportunity for you to learn from me, to engage with me, ask questions, but also up-level your own business and begin to have fun exploring new things that may help accelerate the healing process of your clients or help grow your client base or your leads or to help you close more clients when you're doing consultations. There's so much that goes into business. And so that's why every series is a subject and topic of its own. It's not consecutive in the sense that you can't watch part two if you haven't watched part one. I wanted these series to reflect 
back a variety of topics that I know goes into every business. Because when you start working for yourself and growing your own business, you realize there's so many dimensions to your business. There's the sales aspect. There's the marketing aspect. There's the social media aspect, SEO, ads, accounting, taxes, and also the technical fundamental parts of tattooing, right? So in these series, there's going to be a variety of topics. Our goal is eventually once we kind of get things rolling, that we launch a series every month right now with just the bandwidth of my time and everything and us ironing out kinks. Right now, I believe we're shooting for it once every other month. But ultimately, the goal is having this content shoot out every month. And what makes it so cool for all of you guys, because I know you're busy, is not every topic is going to be interesting to you or related to your business. And so this is really an opportunity for you to join our waitlist, get the information and the scoop. So therefore, when a topic is actually related to your business that you can gain something from that appeals to you, you can hop onto that. Tickets are $97. We do prefer that you show up live because I, as an educator, feel most fulfilled when there's an engagement with me and whoever I'm talking with. And so the reason why we don't allow replays except for an upsell and added cost is because I like to motivate people to actually prioritize their time in their business. And that means showing up, showing up for your business, showing up and utilizing the experience that I have, the expertise, just being able to show up for your business and truly be present and engaged is what I find most fulfilling as an educator or a teacher, I guess you can say. But I also feel you show up differently when you're fully present and you make it a point to be live in the webinar because often how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so it's like, how much are you paying attention in your business and your life? How are you showing up? How are you being present? How engaged are you? Tickets are $97, but if you are the type of learner that enjoys being able to have a replay option or you feel like you might be a little bit distracted or maybe you're only gonna be able to be present for 30 minutes, because you have an appointment or a session to go into and you'd like to have the replay option for 30 days after the live webinar, you can pay for that for, I think it's $49, I believe. I could be wrong. It's something around the $40. So you do have that option. But again, if you're going to be present, you're going to be taking notes, by all means, you do not have to purchase the replay option. So That's how we have it structured. We'll include in the show notes the link to sign up for a waitlist if you haven't already. But the next one will be in August. I will give you guys the dates on that page, but I believe it's going to be mid-August on a Monday. And we're actually going to be talking about sales, which leads me to this month's episode because I've been hearing from a lot of my colleagues and my peers, people are freaking out a little bit because July tends to be slower. So maybe you can relate. There's a couple of reasons of why that could be. One is people are enjoying their summers. School's about to start. So people are making sure that they get those vacations. I can definitely relate to that this month as I wanted to do a family vacation before Jet officially starts school. The other reason could be, depending on what state you live in, summers could be amazing mid-75, 80 degree weather. 
which means that you're outdoors enjoying it and you don't want to necessarily be covered from head to toe because you just got camouflage and you're healing. Or if you're a brow artist, maybe your clients are out on the lake enjoying the weather or the beach and they're out in the sun and water and they don't necessarily want to worry about their brows scabbing during this time. So timing is one point as to why maybe July is a little bit slower for you. But regardless of whatever reason it is, this episode is going to be really helpful for you if you are experiencing a slower slump right now. It's just seasonal. Know that in every business, there's going to be seasons and times where things are a little bit slower and then things pick up and you're super, super busy. I can think of hairstylists who have slow seasons and really high volumes seasons. I can pretty much think of any business that has a season of fast pace. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out, booked back to back to slower months. And so our business is no different. What I like to do is just learn to accept it, knowing that this is part of the process. This is natural. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. I know that can seem kind of scary, especially when you have bills to be paid and you're like, I'm barely booked out this month. And oftentimes when people start freaking out is when they start discounting heavily their services. And if you haven't gotten the gist of this yet, I am not a huge fan of discounting your services. Look, I understand that it's your business and you can do what it is that you want, but I just don't believe in discounting the value of what you offer because just because it's somewhere doesn't mean that you do lower quality work, therefore you're discounting your prices. And sometimes with those discounts, when I think of the image and the perception from the consumer is I just don't want to reinforce poor behavior in the sense that if you are a discounter, then your client, they're smart. They're going to pick up on that and they're going to just book when you're at your lowest price point and that's what's going to motivate them and when price is motivation i think that can be a very slippery slope if that's your only competitive advantage because all it takes is someone to be a couple dollars lower than you and they're going to get the sale and you just really begin to diminish the value the quality and the standard and the perception of your business when you get stuck on a pricing war a bidding war with your competitors and the market in general so i'm not a huge fan of discounts i always like to think of myself as the lululemon camouflage tattooing which means lululemon is definitely not cheap it's a higher price point and yet their clothes are higher quality i mean i am not a gentle person when it comes to my clothes I throw them in the washer the dryer I hardly even divide colors and whites but that's the type of person I am I'm very very rough with my clothes and even though lululemon is expensive I love the fact that my lululemon leggings have lasted for years and their quality really hasn't diminished that much and so again that's really what you're paying for. And I love and really respect that lululemon barely ever discounts their apparel. If anything, they usually have one sad looking rack of clothes with like, I don't know, maybe 18 items of random sizes. And that's their sales rack period in their entire store. And I really respect that because they uphold the value of their brand and their image. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I want to share some other innovative ways 
in which you can drum up business when you're in a slow slump. And this isn't going to include suggesting discounting any of your rates or services. I really want to help expand some other ideas of how you can grow your business, take advantage of the slow season to really up-level your business, your services, and your lead pool in a way that is going to help you grow your business, uphold your brand, and the prices that want to advertise and market and the type of clients that you want to attract even during a slow slump without having to discount the value of your services. So if that sounds good, let's dive in. Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over 100 five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. So a quick little recap, I'm not immune to slow seasons either, so I experience them just like you. But when things are slow, my strategy is a little bit different. I try to embrace it, which means that I focus on other things in my business that I probably wouldn't have nurtured and given much time, especially when I'm busy. So it's almost like I go with the flow of things, the ebb and flow, instead of trying to resist it and freak out. I also try to put a positive spin on it because if I can set these details up for my business, then it's only going to help up-level my customer service experience and grow my business in a way that I don't necessarily have to think about when things are really busy, when your time really is limited because you're booked back to back. So I'm going to be sharing with you the top five things that I do when things are a bit slow that you can start implementing in your business. And I would love to know how these work out for you. Number one, when things are slow, I focus more on creating content. And these can be actual content days. When I first started my business, I was really slow. I was starting business with zero clients. I was really promoting myself. And so I knew that that wasn't going to be forever, right? Because I was committed. I was going to grow my business. I was going to hustle and do all the things that I needed to do to make this a reality. But in the meantime, I accepted the fact that things were going to be slow in the beginning. And I wanted to take full advantage of that, knowing that eventually and having faith that things were going to be a lot busier. Some of the things that I would do would be to create a content day. I would plan out like two days out of the month for just straight content, which meant that I would get my makeup done professionally, I'd get my hair blown out, and I would hire a videographer to basically do a ton of videos for me. And I'd write out the scripts and just all these ideas. And so I was planned to have that day solely focused on content. Now things are a little bit different. I have so much content out there, but I still have content days. It just looks a little bit different. I don't go get my makeup done professionally and all that good stuff because I think nowadays with apps and editing tools and it's just really easy for us to create our own content without having to hire a videographer but back in the day like years ago that wasn't necessarily easy to do and so I would hire videographers but I would say nowadays 
I'm actually creating all the content through my iPhone and then editing it through these apps. And I also think that the trend has changed a bit where people really like the unfiltered, candid version of seeing you and other people. And they don't really like this super made up glam look anymore. And, and that's just a current trend. So either way, it doesn't really matter how you do it. If you feel more confident having your makeup done professionally and doing videos and photos um, and just feeling better about that, by all means, do that. Otherwise, if you feel comfortable just doing candidly on your phone, then that's fine too. It doesn't matter the quality in regards to whether you're fully professional and posh versus a candid video. Both do very well and both have a market of people who are attracted to that type of content. So don't let that hold you back. Do whatever is going to make you feel better and more confident in front of the camera. I would suggest you book photo shoots of you in your studio or in your place of work, in your scrubs, and doing video. I'm a huge candidate of video, but I also know that headshots are needed in our industry for flyers and websites and all that stuff. So if you haven't done a photo shoot in a while or you've never done one, when things are slow, that's a great time to book those things out is to literally book out a photo shoot and tell the photographer that you're creating content for social media. And then they'll take content of you at your place of work and things that you can use in the future for your marketing posts. I'm a huge fan of video, as you guys all know, because I feel like that is the fastest way for someone to really connect with you and to see your mannerisms to listen to your cadence, your voice, and really get like that energy exchange from you in the quickest, fastest way. And there's something very authentic about being on video too. So I'm a huge fan of video. And a couple of things that you could work on is creating video of content from the past of you working, or you mixing inks, or you mapping brows, or you body sculpting of you actually work. So there's all these trending ideas and topics that you can look at on Instagram or TikTok of people being like a day in the life or follow me to work or come to work with me. Or you could even do a video of you working on a client and explaining what it is that you're doing. Who is this client? Why did they come to you? What was their problem? How are you solving it for them? I also think content days can be really great to cover FAQs. What happens if I tan? Or if you're a brow artist, what's the healing journey look like? How do you map out brows? What does post-care look like? Speaking of post-care, what are your favorite aftercare products? That's a really interesting video. Why do you suggest these products? Why do you love them? Do you provide them for your clients? How should you prep? for your tattoo appointment. What does a consultation look like? You could even do a studio tour. What does your place look like? How do you set up your session? How do you sanitize and disinfect everything properly? You could even do an unboxing video of your starter kit. If you're a trainer or educator, what does that include? Or an unboxing of a new product that you're trying or a new ink set that you just bought. If you're into fashion, maybe you do a outfit of the day or outfit of the week or what do you wear at work or your favorite scrubs. So these are just some ideas that you can think of that are really fun and creative and have a little bit more personality, but also help provide value to your clients. And so in these content days, while things are slow, you might as well produce these type of content and videos that can help promote, educate your clients in a way that will forever work for you. So in the marketing world, we call that evergreen, which means once you post this video, 
there's no maintenance, there's no upkeep. It's posted forever to help bring leads into your business or help educate clients. All the YouTube videos that I did my first year in business still to this day bring value to people because people will literally tell me, I watched all your YouTube videos. They were so useful. And they're still building trust and connection with clients today, even though they're five years old. And so that's really the value of creating content and videos for your business. So while you're slow, why not take advantage of creating all that content? Because it does take time to edit these videos. It does take time to come up with ideas and topics and put them all together, which you probably wouldn't have a ton of time to do when you're super busy. So when things are slow, it's a great opportunity to book and prioritize content days where you're doing a ton of videos and or photo shoots for your business. Number two. Another thing that we do in our business is try to figure out ways to bring consistent leads into our business, whether that's a client or whether that's a potential student. The way that we do that is we create lead magnets. Now, these lead magnets are sometimes free and sometimes they're paid. So for example, just recently, a few months ago, we created a lead magnet that's a state tattooing licensing guide. You can click on my Instagram, you can go on my website, but essentially that lead magnet is to help build our lead base of email addresses and names of people who are interested in the tattooing world space. Now, whether they train with me is another ballgame, but it's at least grabbing the attention of people who are interested in possibly pursuing a career in permanent makeup, tattooing, slash camouflage tattooing. And so what I did was I hired someone to research all the state requirements for every state because all the state tattooing licensing requirements and regulations are so different per state. And so she basically just did an overview with links for people to actually click and verify and or call to just make sure that everything's up to date, but it's alphabetized per state and it's a free guide. And in exchange for us providing this free resource of information to kind of like make it easier for people to confirm what's needed of them or required for this sort of career is they have to give us their email address in exchange for this PDF guide that they can download. So that's an example of a free lead magnet. And we probably get about five or six new leads just from that guide alone. And then we create these email campaigns where we introduce ourselves, we give them the link to download and just share a little bit more about camouflage tattooing that kind of leads them to the next step if that's the way that they end up going. Now, who is this person? I have no idea. Maybe it's someone that's just simply interested. Maybe it's a seasoned artist. Who knows? But either way, it's kind of us to gain some traction, some attention, some leads into our business that hopefully will convert to a potential student or maybe even a client down the road in the future. And it's completely free and it works for us, right? So it's something that we'll have years from now that will continually introduce us to people that may have never even heard of us before. So it's just another way for us to give some value, some advice, some help to other people in exchange to get their information and then kind of see where do they want to go from this. Because obviously there's a reason why they're looking at the state tattooing licensing guide in their area. And hopefully, I don't know what the statistics are yet, but hopefully we were able to convert some of that into actual students in our training program. We also have a paid lead magnet. 
which is our ebook. Years and years ago, I created an ebook. It's a simple map to becoming a camouflage tattoo artist and shares our industry, some tools that you're going to need to invest in, what to look for in a trainer and other areas of camouflage tattooing that you can go into, areola restoration, scalp marker pigmentation, little things like that. We sell that. It's not free. It's $49. And today I just got a sale from that. What's really cool about this lead magnet is it's obviously someone who's a little bit more motivated and interested in the camouflage tattooing world. They're coming to me for some information as a resource, as a guide. And then again, we are going to be working on some email campaigns to help really nurture that lead to see if they are interested in training with us. And again, not everyone is, but it's an opportunity for us to have something that's residually getting interest and getting us in front of the eyes of people who are potentially interested in stepping into a camouflage tattooing career. These lead magnets are a really great way to advertise and promote your business without really having to pay for the advertising fees. I remember another free lead magnet that we had done in my early, early years of my career is I was not training at the time. So my whole goal was to get more clients. And we had this like PDF guide that we were promoting and boosted for ads. We actually got a ton of leads on it and I was able to convert some leads into actual customers is we created this PDF resource of the differences between laser stretch mark removal versus microneedling versus camouflage tattooing. It was a whole email campaign, but basically they would submit their information for this free resource PDF guide that they could read. And then they were immediately subscribed to an email list that explained a little bit more what camouflage tattooing was, some of the case studies and little things like that. Because years and years ago, no one knew what camouflage tattooing was. And so that was an entirely different nurture sequence for us. And it worked really, really well. So these are just like some ideas that you can create while things are slow is to think of a free resource. It can literally be a one sheet PDF guide that you can create for your ideal client. And what type of information can you give them that will help them, that will be valuable to them in exchange for their email address that you can then begin to nurture? If you're a brow artist, maybe you can do a free PDF guide on the many different types of brow artistry out there. People are always confused. They don't know what microblading is versus nano brows versus micro shading versus ombre. And so simply giving them a free PDF guide that they can download that kind of explains things, what you suggest, and, and including your information, maybe your rate sheet or why they should hire you, et cetera, how they can book, book a consult with you is a really great way to build a relationship and that trust value factor with your client. Also, anytime you educate your clients, you always position yourself as an expert because you have to remember your clients aren't in this industry. They don't know all this terminology. They're reading things on Instagram. They're seeing influencers, but they really don't have any idea what they're stepping into. And so when you can provide that value and that information for them, they immediately trust you and respect you as someone who knows what they're talking about. And who are they going to invest in? They're going to invest in someone that they feel is knowledgeable and trustworthy and competent and knows what they're talking about. 
So this is just another great way to begin to build leads and your audience in a different way other than like social media, for example, followers and likes. That's great. But really my goal is, I call those vanity metrics. It feeds the ego to get a ton of likes and comments. But really my ultimate goal is I have a business and I want clients. How do I really sift through the noise and attract those who are looking for the type of services that I offer, who are seriously looking for the services that I offer? So that's what I really like about getting lead magnets set up. They're really easy to do. And then nowadays there's templates on Canva, which helps save so much time on the design wise. You can hire a copywriter who can just spell check for you, make sure everything makes sense and then promote it. And you can either promote it on your social media networks. There's so many different apps where they create landing pages for you, where they'll process the payment for you. Currently for my Instagram, I use Snipfeed and it's like Linktree, but they're a little bit different. They have opportunities where you can sell and upload products through their feed. They take a percentage of your sales, but it makes it really easy for the consumer to do like a one-click opt-in buy purchase. There's different ways in which you can make it accessible for people that are very, very easy that don't cost that much. Okay, so that was number two, which leads me to number three, which is it's so important as a business owner to begin to build your email list. It's so, so important. Look, Instagram followers, Facebook, friends, TikTok followers, they're all great. But at the end of the day, if TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook were to shut down, they own all that content and all your followers. And so you could lose that within an instance. Whereas if you were to begin building your own email list, that is 100% owned by you. You have so much more control of that list. And that is way more valuable than a new Instagram follower in my eyes, because there's no way that you're going to be able to truly, truly track everyone that follows you. And nowadays with bots and so many things, it's like, who really is serious or is a serious buyer? One of the things that we've been focusing on this year is to really learn how to nurture our email list and some of the ways that we're doing that is we're sending out monthly newsletters, giving people a behind the scenes glimpse of what's new at the studio, any new services or products that we're offering, promoting our behind the curtain live webinar series, our ebook, our podcast episodes. That's one way that we're nurturing our email list. And we're also sharing before and after photos, client case studies, training dates, really anything that is new, inspiring, and interesting in our business. It's a way for us to stay connected to our email list and begin to build that trust with them. A few tips on how to build your email list is if you have a website, more often than not, your website provider or your template, whoever you're using, WordPress, Squarespace, they should have an option where you can create a email list. And then you most likely have to use MailChimp or some sort of software to house them all. But it's really just a simple thing where people can sign up to stay up to date on news or specials or anything that's inspiring about you and or your company. And so all you're doing is just collecting emails. I've actually been doing this for years, except I never did anything with that until this year. I started realizing like, oh my gosh, like I have 200 and something people on my email list and I've never said a word to them. So this year, we're focusing on just doing things differently to get us to where we want to be. We got to be different, right? And so we are testing out and nurturing them more effectively. And we're not doing anything crazy. 
So all I'm doing is committing to a monthly newsletter and then um, keeping them up to date with anything else that we do. So it's not like we're spamming them. We're not getting all crazy, but we're definitely making sure that we make some sort of monthly contact with them. And my email list is everyone who's ever signed up for anything. So whether they submitted their email address to our website directly or whether they signed up for our Behind the Curtain series waitlist or they downloaded the state tattooing licensing guide or they've bought our ebook. Anyone who has ever done anything with our business when it comes to submitting their email address is getting our monthly newsletter. And it makes it really easy. People can unsubscribe if they like, but we haven't gotten a ton of unsubscribed. So I think people are finding this interesting, or at least I think they do. Again, it's another platform for us to promote ourselves, to keep people up to date, and to start building that relationship with them in a way that feels a lot more intimate than on social media. Because it's almost like you're reading someone's diary, or at least that's the way that we're writing, is really just giving them a closer look into what's happening with us and being able to write a lot more and to give those details in a way that like an Instagram post wouldn't be able to. So That's the number one thing that I think a lot of artists are missing out on is you have to start building your own email list, especially if you're an educator in this industry. It's super, super important. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on that. The fourth thing that you can do when things are slow is to focus on online networking. So what that means is some of my colleagues, they love to actually go to live in-person networking events. That personally is not my thing. I don't really like it. I don't like the feel of like talking to someone, knowing that you're going to be asked what you do for a living and they're going to be wondering exactly how they can utilize or sell their services to you. So I personally don't like live networking events, but I know some of my peers in the studio, they love them. They love the energy, meeting new people, and they're really good at it. Me personally, I would rather do more online networking and What that is, is basically joining Facebook groups and being able to promote your business through these private groups. So for example, in my neighborhood, I live in a neighborhood called Cadence in Arizona. It's very family oriented and there's a ton of subgroups within this neighborhood. There's like a Cadence babysitters group. There's a Cadence moms group. There's a Cadence entrepreneurs group so many different type of subgroups within this subdivision. Usually with these Facebook groups, there's like a Boss Babes groups, for example. There's days where you can promote your business for free. And I have an artist at the studio. Her name's Erin. She's so good at this. So anytime she's slow, she has a calendar that she created of all of these Facebook groups that she's in. Some of them are mommy groups. Some of them are actual business groups. Some of them are beauty, skincare tips groups. So she's in all of these Facebook groups. And what she does is she created a calendar of all the days where you could promote your business for free without getting in trouble. Because a lot of these groups, they do have these boundaries and rules where they don't want you spamming and constantly promoting your business. But they usually do have some sort of thread, whether it's Monday Motivation or Work It Wednesday, for example, where you can comment about your business and promote it. And so she created a calendar of all these Facebook groups and the days in which you could promote your business. And on those days, she'll promote her permanent makeup services. And she always adds some sort of graphic, some image of before and after or something of her brows. And I tell you, it's unbelievable, but anytime she's slow, 
This is her strategy and she's able to book out her month instantly, at least gain three or five serious leads through these posts. And again, it's one of those things that I think people kind of sleep on, especially because if you're spending more time on TikTok and Instagram, you're probably not a big Facebook person and that's okay. But the one thing that's interesting about Facebook is they're really good at having all of these groups and these little communities that are could be your target market. So for example, for me, I'm definitely in a few mommy groups because most women who have had kids will often more than not have stretch marks. And so this is a really great opportunity for me to promote my business. Or if we're looking for models for training, we can usually get them booked through a post on these groups. So don't ignore Facebook, especially if you're not a huge Facebook lover or user, because every platform has its strengths. And I would say Facebook definitely is really good at creating these sub-communities online where you can network with people online freely without getting in trouble. And Erin at our studio, I mean, she has complete success with promoting her business through these Facebook groups. And it's so easy to do. doesn't cost you anything. And yeah, she's definitely booked a few clients just from that. So I would focus on doing that, even researching your city. And you can literally put Los Angeles and then mommies, and it'll come up with a list of groups that somewhat pertain to those keywords. Check out your neighborhood because you could be pleasantly surprised that there's a bunch of groups in your neighborhood. And yeah, so that that's just a little tip that I think a lot of people sleep on. The fifth tip or hack that you can do is invest in some ads or you can boost a post for a couple dollars a day, a week. Not a big deal. Doesn't have to break the bank. But this is a really great way, again, to just make sure that you get your business and the eyes out there onto your brand. If you, let's say, did create a free lead magnet, some sort of ebook or PDF guide, that's another great way to boost that and to create an ad just for that free resource or that free PDF guide. That's probably the fastest way you can build up your email list. And then from there, taking all those contacts through an email campaign where you're emailing them more information, how to work with you a little bit more about you and your business, what you can offer, the problems that you solve. That's a really, really great way or a different avenue to expand your reach. I would definitely think about doing ads when things are slow, which is the opposite of what most people want to do because when things are slow and there's not much income coming in, the last thing you may want to do is actually exert and spend money, right? Put money out. But if that's very short-term looking, is that even a word? I don't know. But if you just step back for a moment and from a bird's eye view, begin to look at it as an investment that is going to have huge returns for your business, then this is a great opportunity when things are slow is to promote, do some advertising so that you can grow your email list, so that you can get people Find up for your free PDF guide, which can eventually lead them to booking a consult with you or hiring you to do their brows. Don't dismiss the advantages of advertising during a slow season. And those are the things that I typically look at because if most people in my industry are experiencing a slow season, I know the majority of them aren't going to want to spend money on advertising. But that's probably the most pivotal time to do so. Is because if no one's really spending money to advertise their business during a slow season, then if I spend a few dollars advertising my business, I'm going to be able to have a larger reach of 
potential clients than my competitors who are afraid to invest a few dollars into their business. That's just my little tidbit. It's like when everyone is doing something, I tend to go backwards and try and do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. And it served my business well. So I hope that these tips or at least one of these things inspires you to try something new. Take advantage of the slow season. Know that it's temporary. And please let me know if this was helpful to you. Leave me a voice note. Send me a comment on Instagram. And of course, I haven't asked in a while, but if you did have a few minutes and you found this valuable, please share it with a friend on your IG story and or leave us a rating so that we can reach more people to help artists like you. Thanks so much. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.